People try to come for me, but let it be known, I'm not the one. I'm the only one. I'm like a subpoena. You may not want it, but either way, honey, you're getting served. Tagline? I don't need a tagline. Y'all know who it is. It's Ashley. And I'm so sorry, but I just realized I don't like you. It's J.E. And welcome to The Spread Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back to uh, the tab on your computer where you realized you left your porn up and running. Um, I'm your host, uh, The Power of Pine Saw. Uh, today with me, I've got three lovely guests. We got, um, <laughs> we got Dick and Donuts. We got... <laughs> <laughs> I really hate y'all. We got Trembling Girlhood, and we have MLK's I Had a Wet Dream. Uh, here today to talk a little bit more about social media, kind of a continuation of what we did last week, or last podcast. Um, we're going to start like we normally do, with a little bit of a check-in. We got a special guest with us today. Julie. Hola! Hey! Um, since, since you are a guest on our podcast today, why don't you start off our check-in? Why don't you tell us how you've been over the past, you know, week, day, whatever you want to share? Um, I've been pretty good uh, up until today, you know, with the news on the subway that's been really uh, overwhelming and unsettling with that because it's uh, it's just scary just trying to get to work nowadays. But other than that, um, I've been doing pretty good trying to dance mm -hmm. and currently making plans to try to get out to L.A. this summer and maybe possibly live there. Ooh. Yeah, Maybe. I feel like there's just, there's just more dance opportunities over there, you know, so got to go where the bag is. Absolutely. All right. Let's see. Ashley, how about you? How you feeling? I'm good. I'm, I'm also in New York City. So, you know, we got the news about, you know, the shooting, and all that. And yeah, that was a little scary because it was a bit unexpected. Like I woke up, you know, looking at the news and I was like, yo, what is going on right now? Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm I'm in... I'm in Harlem, so <gasps> I wasn't close to this. <laughs> I'm what? sorry, I didn't mean to gasp. What part of Harlem are you from? West Side. We're going uh, by the um, City College. So I'm like, okay, oh, I used Harlem. to live in Harlem. Really? Yeah. I love it. I love it over there. <laughs> I never leave. <laughs> but yeah, so that was a little scary. And then you just like saw different things about you know NYPD and how they're handling this, and then Uber is charging like the surge and all that, and now they're refunding people's money, and it's just like, there's a lot of chaos, but I don't know. I'm okay. I'll, I'll just say that. I'm, I'm okay. Good. All right, then. Cool. Uh, Andre, how about you? How are you feeling? You know, I'm pretty good. Uh, first and foremost, <laughs> before I even get into anything, because the way this intro was set up with the power of Pines all starting it off all the way to my nickname, I feel like people don't know who we are. <laughs> So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's true so that's I, will, true. I, I will break it down for a quick beat power of pine salt that is je um mm -hmm. dick and donuts that is ashley hey guys. <laughs> trembling girlhood that is our lovely guest julian hello 
And unfortunately, I'm the heathen that said he is MLK's I Had a Wet Dream. <laughs> uh, but to get into, you know, what I'm up to, how I'm feeling, um, as you guys know, um, Ashley and J.E., through the group chat, um, and just from the past few weeks, so I switched desks at work. So now I'm not, like, in the front office. I'm in, like, the back, have my own desk. And it's a new experience because I have to, you know, decorate, make it look like I live there. Um, so I've been taking my time with that. And one of my coworkers was just flat out like, oh, you need to decorate any pictures. You don't have a family? And I was like, what? Okay, she, she didn't say it like that. <laughs> she said, she said, do you have a family? But I, I said, what? Okay. So, um, while trying to figure out how to decorate, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna put my little statue over here, this over here. I should get a picture of a family, not my family, and you see what happens. So I printed out a picture of Giselle Bryan from the Real Housewives of Potomac. Um, it's a throwback early 2000s picture with her ex-husband, Jamal Bryant. Blew that up real big, put it in the Goodwill frame and sat it on my desk. You are a mess. <laughs> because so because I want one of these white people to come and ask me if this is my family. <laughs> <laughs> and I already had one person ask. She was like, is that your mom? And I was like, oh, no. She's like, oh, she's so beautiful. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's what I've been up to. I'm becoming a menace in my workplace. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, J.E., how about you? Uh, let's see. Uh, today was a good day. Good day at work. Um, came home, immediately washed and retwisted my hair because it's been real dry lately with this weather change. Um, yeah, so I did that. Um, I think I talked a little bit about it in the last podcast or the last episode, but I've been like trying to get into better habits and all that stuff. So every day for the past almost two weeks now i've been getting up every morning at the ass crack of dawn and doing yoga for 30 minutes and like i don't know it's like a nice little way to wake up way to start my day way to close my exercise ring and then just kind of set the tone for the rest of the day and it's been i don't know pretty pretty decent i normally wake up to my fourth alarm but now i like wake up pretty much naturally at six o'clock or so which is kind of nice so yeah there's that um not really much else. Oh, finally, like, I finally, like, got off my ass and I'm scheduled to go back into the dance studio next weekend, finally. Nice. Um, <clears throat> it's dope because, like, I'll go through bursts of, like, my apartment's not super big, so I don't have all the room to choreograph and all that stuff. So, like, having a space to, like, move around and dance, it's nice. So, um, I, like, I've been missing that a lot lately. So, oh, shoot, Jay, you're a dancer? Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. A great one, too. Ouch! Don't do, don't do that. Oh my god! What kind of style do you <laughs> specialize in? Uh, <laughs> um, but, well, thank you. Uh, particularly uh, hip hop, Afro modern. Um, Come on, Afro modern. I, yeah. Well, I'm trying. Like, I'm trying to branch out and do different styles. Like, I want to get more into like contemporary and like mm. I don't know. I just want to like try and I'm trying to do it all. But like, my main style is hip hop. I was on a hip hop dance team for all four years of college. So like, that was pretty cool. Oh my god! But, um, same. Yeah, it's a nice little, it's it's good exercise, and it's also just good, like, a good use of my creative energy. Facts, I agree. Um, yeah, but, like, uh, you know, when you get into a creative slump, it's kind of hard to pull yourself out and, like, get creative, especially 
well, we'll get into it a little bit when we talk more about social media, but like yeah, yeah. with creatives and stuff and like some of the added pressure to create content, some of that can sometimes dim the creative flow. So I've been experiencing that a little bit lately, but finally made the time. So I'm going to get in and I'm just going to kind of mess around, which I haven't done in a bit. So I'm really excited. Yeah. But um, yeah, other than that, we're, we're, we're chilling, we're wheeling, we're dealing, we're getting our percent. Robert, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, guys. Robert said he's trying to log in and he can't. Yeah, I was getting ready to say I had a breaking message. He said uh, it's telling him that the recording is full. What I could try to do, I can log out of the power of Pinesol and just kind of try to record on, on my phone. Let me log out. Cool. Hey, okay. Hey. Okay. Hey. <laughs> 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 no, Nothing not trying to live, have me hating from outside the club. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't even get in. So, right. Okay. How's everybody doing? I'm sorry I'm late. <laughs> all right. It's all right. It's all right. So, welcome yeah. back. Welcome, Thank welcome. you. Thank you. Thank y'all for having me. Mm -hmm. Hi, hey, Rob. Julie. Hey, Julian. Come on, Shrimpling Girlhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, obviously, you can see, you know, what your name is and what Julian's name is. Can you guess the other names who okay. they belong to? Um, I'm assuming the spread is you, Mark Evan. It is not. That is going to be J.E. He uh -huh. he was previously was. the power of Pine Saw. I was that, but not <laughs> yeah. Come on for the power of Pine Saw. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, I don't know, because y'all are all trash, though. <laughs> 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 Let me see. Okay. I feel like Dick and Donuts is Ashley, and I had a wet dream. In my case, I had a wet dream. Is Mark Evan? Ooh, it is. That is correct. Oh, <laughs> um, yes. Okay. Yes. Let me drop my cash app. Y'all can wire me the prize. <laughs> oh oh man, Julian, since you're one of our first guests on the spread, um, the spread was kind of based around the idea of a cookout. Mm. So. With that being said, um, I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite dish to bring to a cookout or your favorite dish you look forward to at a cookout? Oh, yeah. I was going to say I don't cook, so I'm going to just eat when I get there. But I love me some some good mac and cheese. I love arrobichuelas. I need that good barbecue chicken. I love me some potato salad. You know, I'm Dominican, so mm. a lot of my dishes are more on, the, on the Latin side. <laughs> oh, man. I love how I said your favorite dish, and he named the whole spread. Right. I, wouldn't have it no, I wouldn't have it any other way. Baby girl, I'm a Taurus. That's what we do. <laughs> yes. So we want to ask Julian to tell us a little bit more about himself. Um, so I know you kind of did previously, but let's get into it again. Uh, what do yeah, you sure. do? You I know, am, all of that. Hi, my name is Julian Laro. I am 31 years old, almost 32. Uh, 90s baby at heart, as you can tell by Trembling Girlhood. Shout out to <laughs> Helga G. Pataki. Yeah. <laughs> I am a professional dancer. I've been dancing for like 10 years now. And yeah. And he's one of my closest friends. And Robert, one of my best friends in the world. Yeah, we literally talk every single day. Every day. Wow. Mm -hmm. Even when we I don't want to. Right. 
You don't want to. Okay. That's no, that's true. It's, it's usually him. He's always like, oh, I don't got time for you today. Bye. <laughs> but I love Julian. He's dear. And for those listening that can't see him, he's very, 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 very hot. So go look at him. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So how did you two meet? Do you, do you want to take that, Rob? <laughs> uh, I, it's been so long. I feel like I've known you my whole life. I um, know. We actually met through Facebook. Yes. So we have a mutual friend named Michael, and yes. Michael would, you know, anytime he posted a status, I would comment it, and then Rob would comment it, and I was like, oh, this guy thinks like I think. Yeah. And we would just like each other's comments and talk through his statuses until mm-hmm. eventually, like, one of us requested the other, and then, like, our own kind of online friendship grew. And Yeah. Because Julian, one day I was scrolling through Instagram, and his story was like, all these like TRL throwbacks and I was mm-hmm. like oh okay we are on the same wavelength and so like that's when we really started like talking talking and yeah our friendship just like blossomed from there and um you know we have a, we have another mutual friend Justin all of everybody's social media famous except me um but <laughs> <laughs> we have our friends Michael and Justin so um so we're kind of like you know Destiny's Child and I'm the Beyonce and oh you know, god here we go so have you guys met in person yes we have we we yep. got to meet yeah. one time one time it was before the pandemic uh him and Justin came to New York and I got to meet them, and I drove them around. Like we drove to like the Brooklyn Bridge, we walked in, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Yep, it was it was wonderful. It was like one of those rare times where the vibe is completely the same in person as it is yes. both online and over the phone. So like, hopefully we'll get to meet again one of these days. I want Julian to travel down to the south. You know? I would love to. Mm-hmm. to Come down here. But yeah, yeah, you know when you like meet per- uh, certain people in person, and it's just like. I don't know. They've been lying. Like, they've been catfishing you. They're not the same. It's just yeah. like the whole energy's off. And you're just like, oh, you're actually whack in person. Yeah. But it wasn't like that at all. Like, the complete opposite. I was like, he's real. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually, I don't think I've ever met anyone from social media in real life. That I, that I met them first through social media. Really? So, yeah. So, I mean, I... I only recently got into the Facebook groups, like maybe 2018. And that's mm-hmm. kind of where I met a lot of people, including all of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like our story is kind of similar, except we haven't all met, but we all, you know, developed through social media, Facebook groups. Um, we were actually thrust together by someone who shall not be named, but <laughs> we left that situation and became a foursome and, you know, yeah, it's been working ever since. Right. The, luggage was was that, the luggage was sent. The luggage was sent. Actually, the luggage was not sent. Um, they got to keep the house and we, got, we kept the name. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Fifth Harmony. <laughs> no, oh, baby, that's exactly. anime. It's <laughs> true. Sure. Yeah. Oh, but I like that. That's how you two met, though. So, um, because I remember the first time I like really talked to Julian on Facebook. Maybe it was Facebook. Yes, because Instagram came sure way later. Facebook, yeah. Because we were talking about um old cartoons and Cartoon Network and stuff, and you like see, and different that... cable channels. Yeah. And we were on it <laughs> from there, and then just thinking similarly with like Disney Channel. Music here and there, uh, but definitely the TRL days, 
that's that's yeah. always the way to my heart. If you do anything nostalgic, '90s TRL music, <laughs> pop music, I'm I'm yours. It's <laughs> <laughs> so easy. And then, interestingly enough, um, I think I had seen um, Robert's post here and there on Facebook, but I hadn't really interacted until his profile picture matched up with the Twitter picture. And I realized the, the funny man on Twitter was the same man on Facebook. And I was like, hey, <laughs> let me go ahead and send that friend request. I try to cross brand. I like try to use all the same pictures. My name is similar. Like my name is my name. And yeah. it's still like people, some people don't connect it, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> of course, of course. This is, it was meant to be in the words that G right. would say. Right. <laughs> oh, oh. All righty. So without further ado, let's get into social media. Uh, we'll start with the app Snapchat. Who still uses that? <laughs> nope. I do. I actually still use it here and there. Yeah, it's fun. It's like okay, a- so those are the two undercover freaks. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, it's, it's, <laughs> it's good for, for personally, like, Mm-hmm. It's good for communication. Like when I like, if I want to keep in contact with people, I'm much more reachable through facial recognition. Like I'm more of a face mm-hmm. person than I am a name person. Mm-hmm. So like having, remem- not just, it's not to say that I'll forget your face, but it's like, I don't know. It's nice to say like, hey, how's it going with a cute little pic? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Mm-hmm. Rather than reading it through text. I could rather do that. I'm the same way. Mm. I, I love sending pictures back and forth or like a video, like instead of typing it. Mm-hmm. But I know that's not everybody's gig and not everybody <laughs> like this one on the phone right now. <laughs> he is not a FaceTimer. He's not a Snapchatter, but no? <laughs> I love it. That's just me. Yeah, it's fun. It's, 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 it's not really meant to be anything, I think. I think it's just for like, it's like a beefed up messenger. And by beefed up, I mean you yeah. just you use it specifically to communicate. It's not supposed to be like, oh, let's get our. Well, actually, now it's kind of they're starting to with like some of the stories to like get more notoriety from other creators and like creativity and stuff like that. But it's really just meant to like keep in contact and like. Yeah, I mean, I think Snapchat is seen as like people kind of just use it for the filters and then they post it somewhere else. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Um, Snapchat was a game changer. Like mm-hmm. it, it Instagram was. didn't even start incorporating stories until Snapchat was like coming for their whole gig. Right. right. Exactly. And, and now, same with TikTok. Now TikTok has stories and you know, Snapchat say. started that. Yeah, exactly. Like every other app has had stories on it, like Facebook mm-hmm. and Facebook too, Twitter. Stories, Twitter yeah. even had reels for what was it? No, they they had fleets. Fleets. Yeah. That's what it fleets, was. Yes. Rest in peace. Mm. I know. Mm. Oh, did it phase out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, no, they got rid of her. They didn't face her out. They just told her she was not going to be there anymore. <laughs> but maybe um, yeah. I'm sure we'll get to Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So I, I do like I do like Snapchat. It's not you know I I treat it kind of like a when we talk about Instagram. I treat it kind of like a fence though. Like I post there what I wouldn't post on Instagram. Mm. Interesting. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So it is for that kind of content. <laughs> right. I mean, I do have a private story. But, oh. You know, but, you know, I I rarely use it. But if if I want to post anything, you know, that I probably wouldn't want to post to Instagram, I'll post it there. I love learning about the girls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will I'm say, old- like, if somebody sends me something on Snapchat, it's usually within that realm. Mm-hmm. Got to be careful where you open it. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is right. my disclaimer to say that uh, of our group, the four that we just named, I'm the innocent one. Um, go ahead, Joe. <laughs> sure. First of all, the lie detectors, that was a lie. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I don't know. Because like, I, I feel like Instagram is a little bit more polished. Like, yes. It's, it's, it's more for businesses. Snapchat's for pleasure. Mm. I mean, they all are if you use them right. Mm. (laughs) Um, But just kind of piggybacking on that, the story aspect, because I I do want to talk about the fleets on Twitter, because (laughs) I did not partake in almost any fashion, hardly ever clicked on them, did never post a single one. And then once they announced that they were doing away with them, like it was the the most short shortest lived thing on social media that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then they had a field day that last day. Baby. Mm-hmm. So Baby. do you, I know nice. I know Robert knows, yes. <laughs> because back in the day they used to have I mean they still kinda have it, but it's not as important as it was to the culture then. Uh Freaknik. And mm-hmm. so they were calling that last day on Twitter Fleetnik because <laughs> everybody was showing out. Yes. <laughs> they sure did. Baby. Mm. The girls showed sides of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They did. Can somebody mm. explain to me what fleets are? They're just another version of like an Instagram story, but they were on yeah. Twitter. Mm. Yeah. Oh, but, okay. you know, Twitter allows for a lot more adult explicit content. A lot more adult explicit content. So fleets yeah. tended to be things that maybe people weren't quite adventurous enough to put on their timeline, but, you know, they throw them up in fleets because not everybody, like Mark Kevin said, and I had the same experience, we didn't really, a lot of people didn't even really look at fleets. Like, oh. they were just kind of something that, like, blended into the background. So, um, you know, Occasionally, I would see something in like the little um, fleet icon that caught my eye, and I would take a peek. But generally speaking, it wasn't <laughs> something that I like that like I uh, went out of my way to pay attention to. So, whenever um, you know, a lot of people would post them there because they were a little bit safer there than on your timeline. But uh, but baby, <laughs> the night before they went away was a mm-hmm. night to remember. Very true. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Because, I, I like, said my prayers and went to bed early, but you know, I had to, <laughs> like, the things were, got rather wild. So, <laughs> yeah, it's weird because it had a less of a personal touch to it. Like on yeah. Instagram stories and stuff, or Snapchat stories. Like at least you, at least you know, um, kind of who you're looking at. Like you look at the person's story that you're seeing. But on re- on the fleets and stuff like that, it was kind of like, well. I don't really know this person. I just know their online personality. It's not as personable looking at fleets. But, I mean, it's irrelevant because mm-hmm. they're not here no more. Right. Because right. right. I feel like with Twitter, you end up following a bunch of people who you don't know as well, whereas mm-hmm. Instagram is a little more close with who you want to yes. have on your timeline. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because I feel like Twitter is all about laughter, conversation, think pieces, Instagram Dragging. is very much, yes, <laughs> all of that. <laughs> Instagram feels very much about like um, sort of curating an image. And I feel like Instagram, I feel like people that are very, very active on Instagram are trying to like sort of um, 
work their way into like celebrity status, like social media influencer celebrity type status. And mm-hmm. Twitter, not that you can't do that on Twitter, but Twitter is very much just for regular de- regular niggas to get their thoughts and mm-hmm. feelings. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're they're rocks off. <laughs> like it's all about <laughs> just kind of being like reveling in your own humanity. Right. So, yeah. Um, but it, it, even so, though, with Instagram, I feel like. And is uh, this might be a misconception and this might not be true but is instagram similar to facebook i know they're owned by the same person but like mm-hmm. in terms of like you promoting your posts to get or essentially getting you to try to pay to reach some of your followers like is that what they do or i think they do that on all platforms i don't know about tiktok per se but i know twitter has a way where you can like promote your tweet and Instagram, you can promote this post. Yeah. Um, I haven't been prompted to do that on Facebook, but I would assume they have a, a similar thing. Right. Well, the reason why I ask is because like in terms of curating a business, like that's mm-hmm. hard to, it's hard to gain followers when you don't really have that much of an audience to be right. with. Right. So like, you'll see all these people have like various different types of social medias because they're trying to cast their nets out so wide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but because Instagram is so polished, I feel like people, people think, I feel like it's easier to gain followers than it actually is. Oh, agreed. 1000%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In my personal opinion, I feel like Instagram is the hardest to gain a following on. Mm-hmm. Right. I would agree. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't even know why. Cause it's so like, it's 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 not timeline based, right? I think it used. I think they recently changed it back to um, timeline order. Okay. Whereas before, it was kind of like they would push the popular stuff to the front, to the yeah. top. Yeah. Interesting. But it's okay. it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Especially so. One thing I I don't think I've ever really thought about till just now. Um, Instagram started off with just pictures but they, yeah. then they slowly incorporated videos mm-hmm. and now we have yes. long form short form videos mm-hmm. but at the base of it it's a visual app yes. you, so it's something needs to be attractive to draw you in mm-hmm. so i'm not saying that you know we are ugly but the the appeal of instagram is that something on it is striking or beautiful or attractive so that those people who post food that looks immaculate mm-hmm. are going to gain a lot of followers those people mm-hmm. who are going to the gym posting thirst traps ashley parker angel yes <laughs> they're going to gain sure. a following because they're easier or nicer to look at and you don't necessarily need to read what they're saying mm-hmm. whereas on twitter the whole point is you're a little small you know avi and then the important part are your words right mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, and, and I will say Instagram is my absolute least favorite app out of all of them. Oh, wow. um, because because of kind of that very reason, I'm not a particularly, um, how, what am I trying to say? I'm, I don't I don't post a lot of photos, and I, I but I do talk a lot. <laughs> and so an <laughs> app where kind of the emphasis is on posting photos, I don't think I've posted to Instagram in like a year and a half. But Twitter, I post multiple times a day facebook i post multiple times well yeah. currently in facebook jail but i usually post <laughs> <multiple times a> <laughs> <day>. <laughs> yeah free, free my nigga robert <laughs> but uh but yeah i post multiple times a day so um you know those apps for me i, I kind of used to like facebook because it, it seemed like somewhere where you could get it all you get the pictures you mm-hmm. can get the um words you could get you know all the different things but 
lately it's become a very restricted site and, and also just don't like a lot of things about Zuckerberg. So it's kind of right. yeah. sort mm-hmm. of fallen back from it a little bit. But um, but yeah, Twitter, where it's about our thoughts and, and the things that we're trying to express, is definitely more my speed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instagram definitely is visually. I feel like it was probably it was one of the first, if not the first visual app that we had. Yeah, I love... There's also, I mean, before Instagram, there was also Tumblr, but Tumblr. Oh, was yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Was How quickly shit. I forget. I like um, Tumblr. Yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, it was very similar to Instagram in that, you know, it was about catching somebody's eye with like a beautiful picture, or an interesting mm-hmm. picture, or, you know, just uh, somebody's blog, you know, what they're doing in life or what they were feeling that day. And, mm-hmm. and then yeah. with Instagram, it, it's kind of like they took the Tumblr template and just kind of like what made Instagram so appealing in the beginning was like the filters. Like we had never yeah. had that before. And it's like, Oh yeah. shoot, I can make myself look like this or mm-hmm. make this color pop. And like, Oh my God, I look so different. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, Go- <laughs> I love, but going back to the whole followers thing real quick, I love, there's nothing more that I love seeing a post of some guy who's just like, insanely jacked like like insanely ripped and the caption is something like gratitude is the greatest gift (laughs) and i'm like it's a picture of your whole piece right Right. exactly but then it has like 127,000 likes and i'm like i'm sure right (laughs) but yeah no tumblr tumblr was a nice r.i.p i mean it's still here but all right yeah uh, Tumblr was a nice like hodgepodge of Twitter and Instagram, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I, I yes, yeah. yes, that's I a perfect description. Yeah, yeah, a definitely. nice hybrid. I was obsessed mm-hmm. with Tumblr. Oh, same, man, too. same, and baby, the 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 content on yes. Tumblr. Yes. So yes, yes, it it, which I, I, you know, often prayed for you, you all's lost souls <laughs> viewing that. But, oh, uh, yeah, you know. they had porn on there. They did. They did. They did. They did. They did. They did. Mm-hmm. And then Yahoo bought it and they were like, nope. Right. <laughs> and then the Tumblr stock said, okay, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they lost a ton of money because it's just enjoy being poor. They fumbled. Right. No. They, they, the they definitely fumbled that. Tumblr's not, it's not that mm. kind of girl. Mm-hmm. And what's sad is I think they like backtracked that whole band. So, like, you can post the kind of content on Tumblr now, but. Mm-hmm. Nobody really cares. <laughs> I know. Right. The moment's right. over. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's sad. Hey, everybody. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, the fastest and easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free online service that's straightforward and efficient for recording podcasts you make either on your own or with a group of friends. The wide variety of creation tools allow you to record, edit, and play back your podcast from your phone or computer. From the same platform, you can upload the podcast directly to streaming services such as Spotify, Apple Music, and other listening forms. You also have the ability to monetize your podcast with minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yeah, I will. The one good thing I will say about Instagram, too, is it's good for small businesses, like small little, like because it's visual and like a lot of products need a visual accompaniment it's good to like show people what the product does so instagram is pretty good about doing that i mean you could mm-hmm. also have a website but most social medias have a link to the website so yeah let me look at the product first see what it does then i'll go to the site and buy it except now instagram has the shop so 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Actually, don't most social medias have a shop now? Yeah, yeah. I know Facebook yeah, has a market. Yeah. I don't know if Twitter has a shop specifically. Do they? I, I don't see one. No. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't think they have one. That's okay. Yeah, I think, I think Twitter's. I think Twitter's all set. Yeah, Twitter's got more than enough. Yeah. <laughs> all they need is an edit button, and you know, after that, we're mm-hmm. good. Right. <laughs> Does TikTok have a shop? No, right? No, I don't think TikTok has a shop. That would be insane. But TikTok has a whole bunch of other shit. (laughs) You know what? We will will definitely have to get into that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll Uh, get into that. Another interesting thing about Instagram is kind of like the evolution of what people post on Mm -hmm. their actual page now. Like before stories, it was kind of like a free for all. You would just kind of post whatever you thought was funny or Mm -hmm. a selfie of yourself or your dog. Whereas. Mm -hmm. When stories came along, people became a lot more um, intentional with what they post on their profile. And right. it's become more of like, especially in the dance community, it's become your resume. Mm-hmm. 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 And yeah, I've, I've been told many times, like casting directors will go on your page. And if you don't have dance videos up, if you don't have your headshots up, like they're just going to look past you. Whereas, yeah. yeah, so like now, like if you have a meme or something like that, you would post it on your story and not your actual profile. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's like your profile is literally set for, I guess, your business or your talent and what you're trying to showcase and what you're trying to like achieve in your career. Almost, I guess. It depends on, you know, what you're using it for. But for the most part, in my field anyway. Mm-hmm. That's what it's, it's interesting because, like, you know, we often hear, especially like as millennials, we hear from um, from Gen Xers and Boomers, like about how you know social media, like you're always having to brand yourself and you always want to present yourself in a way that's presentable and make you, you know, like you always you want to mm-hmm. think about being hireable at all times and all facts. Yes, like, yeah. And when you get into like a creative field, it almost feels like you you think you can kind of get away from that, but really because of social media, like that is almost magnified. Like mm-hmm. you have Shoot. to showcase whatever your talent and skill is on your social media. You can't just let it be about your personality and your personal right. interests. Exactly. Wow. I've never thought about that, but that's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah. and it's kind of um kind of sucks. It's kind of suppressing yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, (laughs) yeah, but at the same, yeah, but at the same time, it's almost like I don't know if you guys have seen the views on your story compared to the likes you get. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. I was always say like that. the stories get a little bit more. They go, they get a lot mm-hmm. more. Right. Oh, yeah. So that's exactly. Essence, yeah. So sometimes you can like post something on your profile, and it it gets like I don't know, like forty nine likes or something. You post mm-hmm. it on your story, and then like immediately, like three hundred more people are able to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So stories have become like a, a kind of a useful tool, also to like promote yourself and mm-hmm. show show it to people who may have not seen it on their timeline. Right. Which is on algorithm. which is weird because like I don't know. I think there was a time where like people used to poo poo people who would post like they'd share their own posts on their stories to yeah. get more people to see them. But I feel like at this point in the game, like that's pretty much the way that you should do it because you never know who's able to see your stuff. Oh, absolutely. It's like the norm now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's weird how like social media has evolved from kind of like what I was just saying, like this 
way to be fun showcase your personality showcase your hobbies your interests Mm -hmm. um and now it's so like you really have to be strategic about it if you want Mm -hmm. to like utilize it seriously you really have to be very strategic and Julian is always preaching to me about like how to use TikTok and <laughs> like he wants me to be a TikToker so bad. And I think I could be good at it and I think I would enjoy it, but the whole strategy part of it is like this feels like homework. Like No, I mean, <laughs> but yeah, he's fun. right. It's exhausting. It really yeah. is like a second job. Yeah. Um, it feels like a game of chess. Almost. As far as like Rob using TikTok, I mean, I I I push him so much because I feel like he's so intelligent, like with his takes on on certain things, and he's so smart and he's hilarious. (laughs) And I feel like it's the perfect recipe for like a TikTok, but you know, to each their own. (laughs) Julian, if you want me, just say so. Like, we can make this happen. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm serious though, bitch. (laughs) I know, I know. I was going to say, yeah, I I agree with all of that because I, too, have changed my my approach to Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely post more memes and more of that kind of content to my stories. Mm-hmm. And I will rarely post. I rarely post a picture of me to my Instagram anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I just realized I went to Miami. I don't think I posted any of those pictures. Wow. I met Willow Pill. I don't think I posted any of those pictures. Like oh, I haven't posted them anywhere. <laughs> so I'm, I've gotten so far in the habit of not posting to Instagram that I have so much content in my phone. I'm like, this could have been a post. This could have been a story. This could have been something. And I'm like, now I have to do like a throwback <laughs> if I post it <laughs> because um, it's been so long. <laughs> You can do like a dump, like some people do. Like, see, I, 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 good thing we're talking about social media because I don't like the term photo dump. Listen, (laughs) oh, I know. Well, well, I don't either, but like that's why similar, similar to you. Like, I don't. I think we, you and I were talking about this a while ago, Andre. Like, I don't, I don't post very often, if at all. Maybe once a month, or maybe once Mm -hmm. every other month. Mainly because of the anxiety that comes with like creating the post and like thinking. I don't know. You get in your head about certain things. Girl, can we talk about that for a second? Because that's so real. Yeah, especially with social media. And it's only amplified by the fact that you don't know who's going to see it or how many people are going to see it. No, yeah. To do well. Especially if you go through the trouble of making something. Like, you want people to see it. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, like, oh, like, it's... um. Oh, you should just do it because you enjoy doing it. And of course I'm going to do it and I enjoy posting and all that stuff. But, you know, it's you also want your friends to see what you're doing. And right. it's hard to mm-hmm. get in your mindset and then be like, oh, I'm going to make this cool post. And then you get all the way to like the post button and you're like, I'm going to save this <laughs> in the drafts and I'll post this later. Yo, <laughs> right. yeah. it's, oh. it's so sad. Yes. Especially for especially for creative stuff, because like people who create like drawers and painters, like mm-hmm. they, work, they work really hard on that shit. Dancers, like, they work our asses off. Mm-hmm. Not that and, nobody else does. Yeah, and sometimes no. it doesn't always hit, and it like mm-hmm. almost disappoints you when it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I had to like stay off of for like I think like a month, kind of stay off of Instagram because. I was like comparing myself to other people, which mm-hmm. you really should not do. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you're on your own journey. Yeah. I, you know, so 
don't know. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's cool to just take a break from social media. And oh, yes. Agreed. Yes. You know, Absolutely. Those are so invigorating. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so like, yeah. there's so many benefits, but there's so many negatives to this thing. Exactly. Like, like you just said, comparing yourself to other people or yeah. the anxiety you get before posting. It's like, why are you getting anxiety about sharing a picture? Right. Mm-hmm. But that like button it has it's done something to like our psyches right yeah where it's and almost like if you don't get enough yeah you, you're not you, you seem like you're you're less than yeah mm-hmm. absolutely and they and, tried to get rid of it and like it almost shook the world like everyone was like oh they're getting rid of the like button like what like <laughs> right. how am i gonna know i'm superior to other people without the mm. like button? right right <laughs> right but no, like uh, with what you were saying about, um, you know, the anxiety of posting, like it, it's so unfortunate because every time I see someone get dragged for like a picture or, yeah. you know, just like people will focus in on these tiny little imperfections in your photos, mm-hmm. not even just you, but like your room's messy or, mm-hmm. you know, your your mom's wig is slightly askew (laughs) and you become a meme like it's so crazy like it really is there really is a certain level of risk that you take by sharing anything about yourself yeah whether it's a photograph a personal experience just anything with the world because it really it's so far reaching you can't control it it take even if you're page is locked down in private it mm-hmm. takes nothing for someone to take a screenshot or mm-hmm. you know click and save mm-hmm. your photo go through run it through a filter or just repost it with a funny caption and you're a meme and that mm-hmm. is like a big fear of mine mm-hmm. and that's one reason i'm so like reticent to really get into tiktok because i don't know it just kind of freaks me out a little bit like the whole mm-hmm. the, just this whole idea of being under that much scrutiny and like consistently subjecting yourself to it and the more content you create, the yeah. more opportunities yeah. there are for people to um, take your stuff and, and, you know, use it to sort of like weaponize it against you. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely magnified on TikTok. So. I was just going to say, TikTok is like that. the main purveyor of that. Yeah. <sighs> so unfortunate. <laughs> uh, we kind of touched on this a, a moment ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, go ahead, Juliana. I feel like you're continuing the topic. <laughs> oh, no, no. I was just just building upon, you know, um, the comparing yourself. And, mm-hmm. like, uh, recently, you know, I started doing the same thing mm-hmm. <laughs> with Grammy Week and the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing so many friends of mine, like, post, like, performing at the Oscars, performing at the right. Grammys. Mm-hmm. And I'm literally sitting at home watching it. Yeah. And you start to just, like damn i'm not why am why are they getting there and i'm not i'm just i'm a loser i'm never gonna make it i'm never gonna do this and it's so hard to shut out because it's just in your face Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. meanwhile a few years ago julian performed at the vmas and i was like look at julian like living his dream and getting paid to do it like (laughs) so it's just funny like how you compare yourself to mm-hmm. other people that you feel like further along not realizing that people are comparing themselves to you right absolutely because right. because i was about to say meanwhile somebody was in a commercial okay. was it was it was it not an airhead commercial speak uh, also were you not in the, the, the running bits for team nick uh, okay, no, I'm no, not no, naming no. my resume. <laughs> no, because right. because we we look at it and go, look at him, yes. yes. And you're like, 
coming down on yourself and we're like looking yeah. we're looking up at you like yes right. keep, oh keep going like i i told you before in your dms like you're about to pop off i feel it like i don't know when about you is going to happen but i see it i see it and i want that for you so don't get in that headspace you know? i appreciate that <laughs> your journey will come whenever it happens Just you're sweet it Thank it you. but yeah isn't it funny how yeah we do that it's kind of like mm-hmm. i know i maybe specific it's not specific to dancers but we're always looking to the next thing we never get to enjoy the now yeah yeah yeah, Oof. yeah. it's like you spend your career building and building and building and building and then it's built and then it's like that's over like the whole yeah. time was like a right. chase yeah yeah, yeah. Like enjoying mm-hmm. this journey um that goes for social media too tying it back like um you know it, it, it's great to like do these events and post about it and it seems like you're on top of the world but in reality dancers are paid squat yeah yeah Yep. So it's, it's like, fake. okay, this guy just performed at the Grammys, but he still needs a roommate to afford his rent. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? Like everybody shows the best part of their lives and they're but you don't see the real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And that's part of it. The illusion. Mm-hmm. We just see what we don't have. Exactly. I like to speaking on that, because everyone always talks about social media is like a, a persona. It's fake. It's only the good times. Because nobody's gonna show you the bad times unless they really can not almost like can benefit from it, but they can share a story, a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be more because then, then you can find out that I mean we all know that like um, stores when they close they throw out tons of food, yeah. but we don't think about that until some kid on TikTok or Twitter is showing a video of like how much they actually have to throw out, and that's yeah. kind of mm-hmm. like a more realistic side of it versus the person who went to the restaurant and posted the. A picture of their play or a video of them eating and they're not going to show you always the bad parts it's just a lot of the good parts right mm-hmm. yeah right that's that's something that i saw speaking of on twitter someone mm-hmm. was like i think they posted their vacation i, I don't know where they went but the, um someone in the captions was just or in the uh subtweets was just like um oh like you know it's a whole a lot of people are posting their vacations but they don't post the hustle and it's like the, i think the person mm-hmm. responded and they were like i'm not gonna post pictures of my office of me faxing <laughs> right. photos i'm not gonna do that right um so it's just like an added layer of like trying to a lot of people just try to keep the veil on mm-hmm. instead of pulling the veil back and exposing that spy to themselves because kind of like what robert was saying you tend to be under scrutiny for certain things mm-hmm. even if even the things you're most vulnerable about you might as well post the stuff that people could cheer you about because mm-hmm. maybe yeah. on some level you need that cheer but it's mm-hmm. not real necessarily it's real because you went there but yeah you don't know you, it's a small it's, it's a, a small taste. yeah exactly of a like much broader story mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. um <laughs> quick story because i just it just <laughs> occurred to me when robert was like you know you can, your page can be private and someone can mm-hmm. screenshot or save your pic and then mm-hmm. post it again you know they can hit you with a this you um the girls right on together <laughs> oh absolutely it happened to me and that's i shut my i can't believe that. All, all in fun it was on facebook Mm-hmm. Um, there was the maybe Allure cover. I don't know. It was the girls from Euphoria, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. They're all on the cover. And some of the hair on there was not giving to me. 
Um, and so I was like, oh, these some hair choices. And then our <laughs> our good friend um, on Facebook, oh, Alan yes. Atkins. Yes, oh. I remember that, yes. With the quickness. Uh, he, he has yes. to have fake photos for yes. moments to attack people like that yes. because he is so quick with it. He immediately posted a picture for me from 2009 right. with a blonde wig on and said, oh, <laughs> this was a choice. And I said, I'm a sh- I will shut my black ass right up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I remember that's, that. That was so crazy. funny. That's crazy. You know, it's crazy because like avoiding a this you requires mm-hmm. like a knowledge of everything you've ever said or yes. done that could be used against you. And it's like <laughs> no, like we're all you know, like the stupid things. I regularly like go and post my Facebook memories, and I'm like, who was this? Like who <laughs> you? from when I was like 19, 20, 21. Right. And so, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of stuff that could be this used against me, more so on Facebook, where people don't really use that. It, but Twitter, right. thankfully, my current profile doesn't have a very long history. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like, it's so easy to get this used because it's like, yeah, at some point, I probably did say something that contradicts what I'm saying right now, because like, that's how human evolution works. But yeah. it mm-hmm. is, it's like, but sometimes people are like straight up hypocritical. And sometimes the post will be like five minutes apart. So you're like, nah, baby, you're just like going whatever way the wind blows. Like, <laughs> yes, let's read the GOP. <laughs> Don't get me <laughs> And like, uh, the people on the internet, they'll, they'll catch it. Like yes. TikTok, I feel like. We, we haven't spoken too much about TikTok, but like mm-hmm. that's the main purveyor and the main place of where people like I, I can't remember what the hell it was, but like somebody posted a photo and she was just like it was just of some person's room. It wasn't like of anybody. No one was in it. But she was like just the caption was before I get attached. Does anybody else know what this looks like or whatever? And somebody in the comments was like, oh, yeah, stay away from him. He's whatever. So like people. Oh yeah, I know. Like it's. It's such an interesting hub of like very, very quick. And mm-hmm. I don't want to say completely. It, yes, a lot of it's very accurate. But like, if you want some dirt, you're probably going to find it on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. mm. That is true. Um, what's, what's her name? Oh, the lady who used to work for Trump and had her daughter, Kellyanne Conway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Her oh, daughter, yeah. Claudia Conway, was dragging her and posting videos of her. Almost every day. <laughs> that was a beautiful. That was a good time. I it really enjoyed that moment in history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that and I think that's like the scary part of it. Like someone could come over to your house, picture of your bedroom, and mm-hmm. post it on it. Like that is so creepy. Mm-hmm. Weird. It is creepy. And mm-hmm. it's like even if you know, like you granted, there are some people that are creeps and do deserve to be exposed to such. But it's like. When somebody does that, it's like, okay, what is the real reason that you have this grudge against me? Did I just not, you know, call you the next day? Like, or did I really do something that could be considered like abusive or predatory, you know? But you take, you know, they people run with whatever narrative is the most entertaining. And, you know, Mm. that that kind of is treated as fact. And it's like, it's not really Mm -hmm. fair. And it is a little bit scary. Um, oh. That being said, though, I love TikTok. So let me not. Listen, <laughs> baby, that's some good scrolling. No, okay. okay. <laughs> good scrolling. I'll be scrolling for two hours without realizing. Yes. No, and that's the thing. I used to be somebody who hated TikTok. 
I, th- I think at first we were all very like against it because you know we're like millennials and we're old now and shit yeah <laughs> we're just like what is this new shit get it away from me it's loud there's little kids dancing what the right. fuck is this right yeah. and then pandemic we're like all forced to be in the house and it's just yeah. like okay let me check this out right <laughs> and then yeah. boom yeah. yeah it got us and I think Damn. another reason, like, why so many of us were resistant to it is that they take a lot of what we did and, like, flip it. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll take sound bites from our songs or, like, you know, mm-hmm. our, like, they'll, they'll put, like, they'll take our song that had a dance to it and then do a completely different dance. And we're like, no, 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 no. That is not my Cupid Shuffle, okay? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. He said, that is not my Cupid Shuffle. <laughs> I feel it. I feel that because I, every time I, even I, I don't listen to the radio that often, but I heard what I'm going to call a TikTok song mm-hmm. on the radio because back in my day, you know, do it to it was Cherish. Yes. I don't know who what this slow down remix. Girl, was. I was <laughs> just gonna bring up Cherish. I, was I mean, just it's, gonna bring up for, right? It's cute for them. They got a little check, but right. what is that? Yeah. Yo, right. that that song has like a chokehold on an app. Mm-hmm. Everybody's yeah. doing it, yeah. and yeah, now it's on the radio. And uh, but, what's the, oh, go ahead. And he actually got dragged on TikTok. Really? Really? Yeah, I remember what? seeing a video that like a lot of people were commenting the DJ's page, and they were like, "You didn't even um, you didn't even um uh, give credit to Cherish. This is not oh, your song." Oh, and like that, that whole yeah. thing happened. Yeah, I remember that. And he's like, "I actually did contact Cherish, and they, you know, you can't just use a song without permission. They gave me permission to use it." Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Now, yeah, that's absolutely true. Because once I heard it on the radio, I was like, oh, this is way bigger than TikTok. Like, yeah. somebody made a deal. Because um, most recently, the last time I saw Fallon and Felicia were on BET Presents. The Encore. Yeah, the Encore. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that's, that, that today is why my, mm, never mind. I was about to give away my little Instagram situation. And that one is private. Wait, what? <laughs> no. no. No, 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 no. So the Instagram that you follow from me. My profile picture oh. from that show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I will oh, be ha- I will be changing that when this. Yes, I will be changing my picture when this episode <laughs> no, drops. It's a good photo. This day in the shadows. No, I, don't <laughs> I like to it. leave it. It's I your trademark now. You mean wait? This Instagram at no, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if y'all can find it, that's good for y'all. But I won't be adding anybody I don't know. No new friends. Y'all follow that the Mark Kevin. That is the with two E's. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. That's, That's so weird. interesting. So you guys don't um you only let people you know on your Instagrams and your social media? Well, I so I used to work in management and so I used to switch it up so that my employees couldn't find me. Uh-huh. But I mean at this point I have smoked weed with people I've been a manager of. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've seen their nudes, yeah. men and women. At this like We've become so much more than what that shitty job was. Mark Kevin has lived a life. So, <laughs> in a and I say in a friendly way, not like seeing her nudes and like a sexual way, but like a you know yeah, whatever. Because you know, I'd be knows we'd be at bars talking. He was like, "Oh, I'm talking to this sugar daddy," and I'd be like, "Oh, for real?" And he was like, "Yeah, look at this picture he took of me," and I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> you know, like that's how it be. That's how, it's, that's how it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I had it. And Facebook, I used to keep very 
private. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did eventually change that to obviously add all of you guys. Yeah. But I also don't, I now don't even use Facebook for family and friends that I had. Now right. I strictly go there for y'all and nobody else. <laughs> yeah. The struggle. Yeah. I keep my, um, profiles as private as possible like my instagram is protected my tweets are protected uh much to the chagrin of people that follow me because they always want to retweet people are like why do you tweet gems on private and i'm like because i hate the attention like Mm -hmm. i hate it but Mm -hmm. um yeah i i keep instagram i keep instagram private because of all like the hackers and scammers like that's what i started yeah yeah Mm -hmm. you know i was like okay i don't want just anybody because I've already lost an Instagram account. So I'm like, I'm not going through that again. So. Oh, shoot. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And there are a lot of people that won't follow me on my second one because they think they're already following me on my first. And mm-hmm. I don't oh. use Instagram that much. So it's not worth like inboxing people like, why aren't you following me? That's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of like <laughs> resign myself to the fact that I'm just never going to build back up that audience. But, mm-hmm. you know, but it, but I'm not trying to go through it again. So. <laughs> Okay. All okay. my socials are are public for the most part. Yeah, they're all Damn. public, mm-hmm. but yeah. I do have to watch it because um, you know, I do teach uh dance on the side, so I have I always get my students trying to follow me and stuff. So I have fourteen year olds trying to follow me on TikTok. Oh, but like I talk a lot about like you know adult stuff and <laughs> you know <laughs> gay sex <laughs> sometimes, and I'm just like, yeah. oh so I have I to find them it. and block them child mm. you know and i try to pray for him and show him the light girl <laughs> not listen to me yo no. even from my family <laughs> my mom was like why did you post that why would you post that i'm like sis i'm 30 exactly <laughs> right that part that part yeah. you know what i'm 30 you know what let me start unlocking some doors around here <laughs> right. yo and it's funny because like my mom a few years ago was very like your mouth is so dirty on, on social media and blah, blah, blah. You know, like she was not happy about the kind of stuff that I posted. And mm-hmm. now my mom says the most, I'm like, I always thought that I got my, like, that side of my personality from my dad, but more mm-hmm. and more I'm saying that I get a lot of it from my mom. And I'm like, when did you become this girl? No, you're like, you're supposed to be all chaste and innocent. Like, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I yeah. was immaculately conceived. Like, I don't know who this is. Sure, sure. Shut up, Rob. <laughs> Listen, that's I'm... how it be. Um, not, to, not to throw my mom under the bus again, because this is... <laughs> I always be telling her business on here. She's like, sentence. you got to really stop. Do too. So, no, because <laughs> she, floored, she floored me the other day because I was talking about a, a white lady who has a black husband. And I was like, you know, she she was dancing as if, you know, she has some rhythm because she's been married to a black man for years. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Go, she, her mom says, yeah, but little does she know that that little black that... <laughs> Is in her leave every time he come. And I said, hold up, wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> wait, because your mom peed with that one. That was good. But I said, hold up, I know I'm 30, but you better roll that back. That's too much. <laughs> nah, they think they are grown. Right. They think they are grown. Oh, my God. Oh, they really do. Um, <laughs> sorry to tell your business, Miss Pat, but at this point, if you're a big age, they should know you by now. <laughs> oh, I definitely, my mom was all like, so when is the podcast coming out? And I'm like, <laughs> you will never know. Like, you know, yeah. oh my god, uh, <laughs> this is not for your ears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But. Yeah. Fortunately, my mother is not on social media, so I can be a whole I want. Uh, lucky. Mm. Right. I, I, I mean, I probably, gra- I probably could be a whole, but mm. I, I, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> my grand, my my grandma, unfortunately, is on on um, Facebook though. Mm. So. But she's a hoe too, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> listen, I used to say that about my mom. <laughs> I was like, listen, where do you think I got it from? Back in back in my my whole days. Yeah, yeah, days. The the mm-hmm. early aughts. Yes. Um, early yeah. <laughs> oh god, my mom is so conservative with like being put online and what you say online, and mm-hmm. you're not gonna get a job if you post stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like the world has changed, mom. Like, right? Yeah. It's, yeah, especially in my field. Like, it's not gonna stop me from because I because I was shaking my ass or something like on a story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, you might get hired to shake your ass. Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I was just gonna say, like, it could be it could work in your favor. Right. Um. Oh, but yeah, that's that's weird too. I never thought about that. Like, yeah. So in certain areas, social media kind of, in some aspects, encourages you to be your most authentic self, depending on who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I mean, people, it's supposed what? to be relatable. Yeah, right, true. right, right. True. Be authentic, but not like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Be authentic, but not too much. Right. You should aim to be successful, but not too successful. Otherwise, you'll threaten the man. I was waiting for that. Yeah. We say the girls. (laughs) That's what's great about TikTok, though. It's it's different from the other socials in that, Mm -hmm. you know, the genuine people really do succeed on there. Like, you don't have to be so picture perfect. Mm-hmm. There are people on there who are just wearing sweatpants, no makeup, nothing. They're just ranting. Right. And they have thousands and thousands of followers. Fine, Julie, and I will make a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I keep, t- I keep telling her that. I keep telling yeah. her. Oh, man. <laughs> but it's yeah. so. It really is the holy mecca for creatives or people that just love to create things. Yes, yeah. and it's and the other great part about TikTok compared to like Instagram, I guess, it's it it feels so much easier to grow on there. Yeah. Mm. Whereas, like, you can be on Instagram and you can have, like, 3K followers for the next five years. Mm-hmm. Whereas TikTok, you can consistently grow for, like, within two months, you can have way more than you had on IG for yeah. years. Absolutely. I should go on there then, honestly. You should. No, I'm telling you. you definitely should. Yeah. yeah. You should do cooking videos. I know. I'm supposed to. Ugh. Are you a chef? No. I mean, not, like, you know, certified or anything, but I absolutely love to cook. Mm-hmm. Sis, chef, that, you be chefing. It, that, that's your niche. It, there's so many like different things you can do on there, and there's a community right. for that. Mm-hmm. Gotta look into it and just do it. Or, yeah, just that's just one of those things. Like you know, you, you're so scared to do something. It's like mm-hmm. you have to do it. Be scared anyway, but why are you do like why are you mm-hmm. being scared to do it? Yes, absolutely. The thing is, you're gonna do it anyway just for fun, right? Yeah. So you might right. as well just press just record do and do it, right, right, and just upload it. Right. Yep. You lose you're right. nothing. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, have any of you seen the new um, Bel Air? Yep. No. no. I have not. So, I so have, th- and I was going to bring it up, too. So you've seen that episode when Miss Hillary Banks was up in the kitchen in her lingerie. Mm-hmm. That's going to be Ashley on the TikTok. Maybe Hillary was serving it up. Uh, bef- so I want to get into TikTok in just a moment, like more in depth since... That's my least knowledgeable social media. But before, um, since Julian was, was mentioning 
all of his accounts are public. Um, <laughs> not to, you know, if, if you don't want to throw your meme page out there, I will, I will not. But oh, you just totally can. It's the name okay. right here. So, <laughs> so yeah, trembling girlhood. Which again, like you said, shout out to Helga. You make my girlhood tremble. I was on YouTube watching a guest that Nickelodeon show in one second. And it was ages when I said, hey, Arnold, like I literally, yes. she started that speech and I already knew exactly <laughs> what episode it was. And I was like, I only know that truly, even though I've seen it in my childhood, I only know it truly because of Julian's <laughs> meme account. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. so I committed to memory. But yeah, I wanted to touch on like, you know, alternative accounts. Mm-hmm. But not like that, but it's more like the meme accounts. We can get into alternative accounts when we get to TikTok. <laughs> yeah, so like, um, going back to what I was saying about like how we've changed how we're supposed to post, like not everybody posts memes on their profile anymore. Mm-hmm. I've uh, transitioned to posting them constantly on my story. And, you know, I would get so many DMs saying like, oh my God, I love your memes. You have the best memes. I go to your story for memes. And I'm like, why don't I just make a page? And just start posting them there. And during the pandemic, I, I just did it because, you know, you're bored. You have nothing else to do. Let's just start a new project. And um, like I said, IG is really hard to start a following. And this meme page has shown me, like, it's not that easy to grow on here. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it, it, it's difficult. But I love it. I just do it for fun now. I don't even, like, treat the meme page as a business or, like, you know, trying to pop off and trying to, like, get 100,000 followers. I literally just post them because I think they're hilarious. They are. Mm-hmm. They, so yeah, they are. They are <laughs> and it's just an outlet now. Mm-hmm. That's probably why it's so funny, because you're not trying so hard. You're just yeah. being mm-hmm. relatable, relevant. Mm-hmm. You know your your brand, for lack of a better word. You know your audience. Mm-hmm. You know the people are <laughs> the gays. The gays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's everybody has kind of developed that the gays. Right. That's their audience. Because audience. <laughs> I'm like, Who's going to get the fact that I put a picture of Giselle on my desk at work? You know, <laughs> these are white people won't. Right. Yeah. So you, mi- you missed that story. They told me I didn't, I need to decorate my desk. So I put a printed out picture of Giselle and Jamal um, <laughs> in a frame on my desk. <laughs> I'll send you the picture of my desk so you can see it in a nice little frame. I said, said, these white people will never know that's not my family. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dying. That is hilarious. (laughs) I definitely just want to shout out your meme account because I I appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you. It it does take a lot of work and I I can see the effort that goes into that because social media is a lot of work and people Mm -hmm. who actually use it constantly... Mm-hmm. And you use Instagram and TikTok very well. So speaking of TikTok, because I always tell people, oh, I say my friend on TikTok, you should go follow him. And I, I, and I try and like get, get to the, the good parts. You know, I'd be like, oh, he posted a story about his date this one time. And then Bob <laughs> the drag queen yeah. was reposting and talking. Like, cause that's what made me, you posted it on Facebook. And I was like, let me go and take my old ass to TikTok and see what Julian's talking about. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? What about sushi? I don't get the joke. And I was like, oh, Bob the drag queen was playing off of your video. And I'm like, I love that. Yeah, Bob the drag queen commented uh, the TikTok. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> So, like I said, the reach on TikTok is phenomenal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Julian's had Lance Bass comment on his stuff. Nice. No, mm-hmm. sure. yeah. Yeah. yeah, so with TikTok, it's um, 
in the beginning, people were kind of just, you know, you think it's one thing and it's just a bunch of dances. And I, I thought going on, okay, I got to learn these dances to pop off like these kids and, and some shit or whatever. Until one day I uh, I just posted uh, something about Britney Spears. I think it was the Britney Spears documentary, like when all that free Britney stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of took off. And I was like, wait a second, there's people on here who are my age who care about 90s stuff and 2000 stuff. And then I kind of just built upon that and it became a whole different experience. It's There's like so many different sides to TikTok and areas. And like I said, I teach. So when I talk to the kids and they're like, oh, have you seen this on TikTok? I'm like, that's nowhere on my algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so different from what they see. Right. So yeah. you can really just curate it to, to what you want and what you love. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's definitely one of the easiest apps to do that. Mm-hmm. Like it's easier to create what your your quote unquote your four year page that's what it's called yes mm-hmm. yeah yes because <clears throat> like i think the main problem with tiktok at first was like people were like well, i don't want to have to scroll hours to find one tiktok that makes me laugh and it's like okay but once you do that you'll create your right. page you and then you start the... to see more of the content that you want to see yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure um, are you a are you a britney fan am is, i a britney fan is he a britney fan <laughs> <laughs> I was about to do the housewife reaction. My Britney fan. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oops, every time. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Pull up in the toxic. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, she's, my favorite, she's my favorite art. Like that. She's, yeah. Girl, we could be best friends because that's my yeah, bitch. Everything. To, like, it's my queen. Like, yes. You know, like, literally. Oh, I like yeah. She's like my favorite white lady. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, yeah, this, is, this is Betty White Eraser, but okay. Oh, okay. oh my god! <laughs> so I say, I always say things like Betty White does not count. Everybody loves Betty White. That's very true. true. Like, you don't mean that's like saying, "Oh, your favorite movie is Mean Girls" or Clueless. So, like those don't count. <laughs> yeah, that's, true. that's true. That's true. Be but, original. Right. Mm-hmm. Back to TikTok and the gray sweatpants. Yeah. Let's let's start yeah. there. Oh. <laughs> because <laughs> because um, again, I was one of those people that was slower to TikTok, yeah. and I. I I have a TikTok, but I only utilize it when people send me links to TikTok so I can watch them because TikTok acts up when you try and watch it from the the browser. So from there, I would see what people post on Facebook. And a lot of it is from gay groups. Um, A lot of it is also just criticizing some of the content um, because it it is a little cringe watching like people who look very young, but they're like in their 20s. Mm-hmm. Doing absolutely nothing but standing at the counter in Subway, licking their lips, and it's like, who's this for, girl? <laughs> what? That's a whole nother topic. Right. <laughs> so, so I don't know what TikTok you are, you be on, but what I've seen, the gays are thirsting after Gay nothing. Is a, is a, oh wow! Yeah. Gay, no, it's gay true. Gay TikTok is a is a is a oh. world of its own. Let me tell you, it's not just gay TikTok. It's like all of TikTok. They love a white boy that does nothing. Nothing. Mm. Go yeah, girl, give us nothing. Yeah. Nothing. All they need is like somewhat of a six pack, blue eyes, and right. you're good to go. Yeah. yeah. That's not right. just TikTok. That's like the U.S. government. Yeah, it, it's right. everywhere. It's everywhere, but Christianity, and it's, like and it's, it's the, the world. Right. <laughs> this is the nice thing too, because like 
they'll do those like 15 second little dances or whatever yeah. off beat yeah. the wrong way yeah. and they'll get like millions of likes like, yeah wow. every time comments like right Mm-mm. it's extremely frustrating examine your priorities children extremely right. frustrating Stay because up. i'm like i'm like killing myself to like make entertaining content like i have to be a pop culture curator i have to be a professional dancer i have to right. sometimes i sing on there and yes. i'm like exactly. killing myself and then i see like some kid with like 15 million views <laughs> <laughs> just swaying his hips back and forth off me and i'm like okay <laughs> what am i doing wrong nothing right now you're doing great no yeah. i just have brown skin that's it exactly mm-hmm. come on because my my bullet point says poc tiktok so let's get to that like especially especially i don't have experience on tiktok but i'm like julian has experience he has to have a story of being a person of color on tiktok it has to be hard because like you said these white kids even like the young the younger ones who are not necessarily sexualizing themselves but like the mm-hmm. addison rays and people like that now mm-hmm. i won't get too much on her because i do like the idea that you can take your i guess talents off of tiktok and parlay that into singing or acting or being a personality mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i would also like that to be you know afforded to people who are brown mm-hmm. as well because we know like quinta brunson came up from buzzfeed and the internet and oh, now she has the, one of the biggest shows i would like more of that yeah to happen to our creatives from tiktok because they're sometimes funnier as we've said previously than most people on actual television oh yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. most of the time Absolutely. it's the black creators on tiktok that make the trends yeah yes. I was yeah just gonna say that. yeah and then you know the white people kind of bandwagon and they take it they don't credit and the white people keep blowing up and right they get invited to Ellen. Right. <laughs> right. Yes, they they perform on Jimmy Fallon. Right. right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Reap all <laughs> the benefits. Yeah. Remember I love when... how we all got the receipts on exactly what is happening on the TikTok. <laughs> right. Because that just shows you that representation matters. Because we can see how we're being done wrong. Right. And remember that forever. Yeah. Right. Remember when... um. Black people did like a for a minute on TikTok. We did like a boycott of creating dances. Yes, and that was yep. around the time when like thought shit by Megan yes. Stallion came out. Yeah. Oh, the dances were so funny. They it was all white people scrambling. <laughs> I was like, no. They. <laughs> Yo, that shit was hilarious. Oh yes. no, the girls are trying. <laughs> they didn't know what to do. It's just funny because I mean, time and time again, we create, we make, and. Uh, Taking advantage. Yeah. You know, for example, there was... I'm sorry, Rob. Go, go, go. go. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, you can go. I was just going to say, it's like when when they try to use AAV and you can tell that they've just read it on social media, but they've never been around anyone that speaks (laughs) it. So it's like, oh my God, the woo chalet of the sleigh girl. It is like... (laughs) (laughs) That, That is my favorite about the misuse of AAP <laughs> because Wu Chile, by the time I heard it, by the time I heard Wu Chile, it was just, it, that it, was just so funny. It was its own thing by the time I heard it. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. The history yeah. of it. I'm like, oh, I see how she read Wu Chow and said Wu Chile. Yeah. 
I thought it was being funny. Like, I don't know. Wait, is there an actual video of somebody pronouncing it like that? Yeah. 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 Somebody please send it to me. Please. I, I will look it up, but she flat yeah. out. I think it was Brittany Broski, maybe? Um, yes. Or someone like that. She said Wucha Lake, and she read it. Mm-hmm. And they caught her out, and she says, "No, I'm just I'm I'm copying Nicki Minaj." She said, "Wu Chile." I'm like, "That's not what she said." Right. She right. said, "Wu oh right. It was so. Yeah. Funny. She got schooled in real time of her yeah. misusing it, but like I said, by the time I heard Wu Chile, it was already ingrained yeah. in pop culture and, and its right. own thing. And there yeah. are people that think child is Chile, Chile, like the country. So right. there were yeah. Chileans that were like legitimately upset and offended when people would say that. And it's like, Get girl, the fuck out of here. Like, people will get offended by anything. Yes. This is true. Yes. And when it's it, like, even if that was what we were saying, like, how is that offend? Like, if somebody were like, woo, America. Well, I don't give a fuck about America, but right. somebody yeah. like, you know, woo, woo Hogwarts, like, I was like, listen, um, I'm a Slytherin and that offends me. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a Huff, no, I'm about to say Hufflepuff. I was about to lie. I'm not. <laughs> yes, yes. I know. Oh, no, I'm, I'm a, not Slytherin for real. Oh, I'm a Ravenclaw. I'm a yes. Ravenclaw. Come on, oh, we Ravenclaw in here? Bitch, yes. Ravenclaw. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes, I'm Ravenclaw. <laughs> Ray Vinclaw, come on, let's go. <laughs> come on, cheer. Um, have you seen Have you seen that running. TikTok video? Uh, no. I've seen the, the the black teacher at Hogwarts. Yes, and oh, one yes. of them, she's she's oh, doing funny. that. She's doing the chant for Ravenclaw. And I was like, oh. it better be my house. Yes, so <laughs> funny. Like, that is hilarious. <laughs> there was an instance where I made a TikTok and my shirt was off, and maybe like. 15 minutes into posting it, TikTok blocked it. And wow. I, I violated the guidelines and they said, there's child pornography in this. <gasps> no. I mean, girl, you look young, but not that bad. I was right? like, yeah, I was like, girl, come on. Like, I have pants on. Like, I'm not right. showing anything. Right. right. You're awesome. And 50. yeah, but then you got, you have like these kids showing dick prints and right. yeah. with right. millions of views. And I'm like, why am I getting like the yeah. red flag alert? That's wild. Because I've mm-hmm. definitely, like, been scrolling and seen someone that I'm like, you have to be underage. Like, there's no mm-hmm. way. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm just going to scroll on past. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's no way. And you never hear about those getting reported. Like, those videos stay up forever. But mm-hmm. you, a grown man, get reported for having your shirt off. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. That's, that's one thing about social media in terms of just, like, ah, we could talk till the ends of the earth about censorship. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Like it's 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 a blessing and a curse mm-hmm. in certain aspects. Cuz like there are certain things on in, on the social medias that I wish I had never seen. Um oh, no. like the sand video. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> my god. <laughs> but like I don't know in other aspects like this I I have no words. That's just yeah. Oof. They got you. Yeah. And I was t- I was talking to someone else about like how I feel like the censorship on Facebook especially is like counterintuitive to me because even though I'm sure this is what Zuckerberg wants but like for example if I say nigga with the hard ER so if I say nigger mm-hmm. I'm going to get banned but if a mm-hmm. white person says nigga they don't and I'm like isn't the whole purpose 
for people not to be able to use slurs against groups that they don't belong to. So mm-hmm. I can't use mm-hmm. the slur of my own group, but somebody else can. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know that they can make the algorithm detect, like, your race to give you a pass or anything <laughs> like that. But right. they can. Oh, <clears throat> I'm sure they can. Them. They just don't want to. Yeah, they need to get, even though some of the girls are out here passing, but anyway. Um, oh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, they need to, they need to figure that thing out. But well, mm-hmm. I'm, again, I'm sure that it is the way that they want it to be. So, mm-hmm. um, speaking of Facebook and Zuckerberg, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, in the words of <laughs> Boosie, <laughs> um, I feel like we all have been in Facebook jail at one point or another. Oh yeah, because yeah, I remember. I, I think I think Julian was gone for like maybe thirty days. It felt like it got to a point where I noticed it, and I was like, I haven't oh, seen. Oh, yeah. I definitely remember that when you you messaged me too. You were like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Where?" And you had like one more day in your band. I was like, "Where he been? Like, where the content at?" <laughs> so that that goes to show. I definitely check up on people. Like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> what's are you okay? Um, man. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in there now. Do um, they do they have like TikTok jail? I don't think so. I think they, they um no, they just block your content, but if you get a certain amount on your account, they will like completely take your account away. Oh wow. So I get nervous with that because I've had a lot of violations, unwarranted. <laughs> and I I've heard this term a lot. I think it's probably applied to TikTok. Um shadow ban. Yeah. Shadow ban. What does yeah. that mean? So, like, I've heard of that, and it's never happened to me, but I have heard that it is real, and it's basically, like, anytime you post something, TikTok, like, pushes it to, like, a group of, I want to say, like, the first the first tier is, like, 100 people, and then, like, 500, and then, like, 1,500. If you're shadow banned, they won't push it at anybody. You'll literally get stuck with, like, two views for, like, an hour. Um. Mm. And they just stop promoting your stuff because you may have violated something too many times or it was such a heavy violation that they just put it on your account. Okay. Okay. Well, sure. Yeah, they're really strict on that site. Hmm. It's like Facebook times They're five. selectively strict. Selectively strict. Yes, I was saying, yes, one, of, yes. one of the jokes of shadow ban was people who are the same color as a shadow. Oh, the game. Mm. Wow. Mm. Break it up. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm not on the TikTok. I just hear the, the complaints. <laughs> not a lie was told. Yeah. 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 Uh, there, I mean, there's been a like long standing thing with black creators being just mistreated on TikTok in general. And it's it's definitely not by mistake. It's definitely by design. Mm. And that's across all the apps. I mean, we get it the worst. I would say maybe not on twitter we can we can get away with a lot on twitter but mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely facebook i feel like we a lot more harshly so mm-hmm. did you guys hear about that event on tiktok tiktok tried to host it for black history month with Nicki yes. minaj yes no what so they basically had like a zoom uh conference with Nicki minaj and they were like sending it out to black creators mm-hmm. and it was for black history month and apparently a bunch of black creators could not get in because the room was being taken up by white creators mm-hmm. and they caught so much yeah they caught so much backlash they couldn't get in and they prioritized like oh my god i forgot his name 
he's really big on TikTok. He has like these acrylic nails, and he's always saucer and him. He's uh. always talking in a black <laughs> 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 no, no, no. Listen, what's, what's um? I don't know. I'm just gonna start naming people. Low Anthony. No, that's the one that's Christian now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know his name, but he was know. being dragged a lot because he's white and he was in the in the Zoom. And um, he basically did a reply video and he was like, actually, how can I be racist when my stepfather or my best friend is black? And like, you know, the whole cliche mm-hmm. thing that the racists try to do. Yeah, I saw that video. And like, he basically just exposed himself. Yeah. It was so funny. The girls be like, my first nut was to a Tiger Tyson video. How- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God. I hate you. Tiger Tyson? Hey everybody, it's Editing JE up in the air. Just wanted to provide a brief little intermission, kind of midway through this podcast, to give you guys a little breather, let you guys get up and stretch and do everything that you need to do, get you a new re-up your snack game and all that stuff. Also wanted to offer, so if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify, you may notice that there is a poll option somewhere in the description. We want to know which social medias or which of the available social medias you guys are utilizing the most. We'll have Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, now I'll even throw OnlyFans up in there. Um, Let us know which social medias you guys are utilizing the most. You know, just to keep things light, fun, interesting, and, you know, out of our own curiosity. So yeah, that'll be available in the description. You guys can fill that out if you want, or just click play, and we'll get right back into the episode. That brings me to one of the the last things about social media that I want to get into. Unless any of you guys are on Twitch, I feel like that's... Okay, no. All right. I go sometimes, but not enough to know about So... With that, it brings us to OnlyFans, which is the hardcore version of TikTok. So, <laughs> I was going to say, a lot of the people that I've seen on TikTok, that's just a way for them to promote their OnlyFans or like their Twitters that have their ex- explicit content. So, yeah, it's just, I like, Julie, I love you're going to plug your OnlyFans or your Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love OnlyFans. I'm not. I don't have an OnlyFans. If I wanted an OnlyFans, I could. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I mean I have one. I just don't post to it. But it's like you know, it's um, uh, I'm okay. It's not just for porn stars. Like it's for yeah. you know everybody. You can do pretty much anything on there. Yeah. But I, I'm not gonna also play dumb and just say you know the main reason why a lot of people make OnlyFans is. For for porn star creators and stuff like that, and I do appreciate that for them. Like I think it's kind of cool that you can know where your money dollars are going, and it's to the person that you actually you know enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, yeah, having yeah. An, an intimate moment with just yourself and kind of them with with the uh, cocoa butter. Yeah, well, or whatever <laughs> you know, whatever is reachable. Uh, <laughs> um, it's cool. It's, it's, I don't know. it's yeah, exactly. It's just cool for people. Poor people. Porn stars to have the that creative freedom, I suppose, for themselves. And yeah, I have to they, be, they, yeah, they make the money back because I know, like, with the studios, they don't really make a lot. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Does anybody have any friends who have OnlyFans? I do. Uh, yeah. I do. I have. Um, I have a number of like Facebook friends that have it. Um, I've met people in real life that like i already knew 
mm-hmm. were content creators. But yeah, I have like a number of uh, friends that like are content creators, but I'm friends with them outside of the context of content creation, if that makes Got sense. It. So, mm-hmm. um, but you know, I still, because I am a supportive friend, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. So I definitely still, you know, view um, the content, but you know, I also respect, well, not that I wouldn't respect them regardless, but like I also have an appreciation for them as a full person, not just that. A fully clothed person. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. When when entirely necessary, yes. Go ahead and put mm-hmm. some clothes on. <laughs> don't feel obligated, but, you know. I don't think I have any friends who are content creators in that regard. and Or at least they haven't said anything to me or I haven't come across it. Because um, I, I mean, okay, one person I know that I did support, um, but they won't be getting a shout out on, on this podcast. So. <laughs> Actually, um, mm-hmm. I'm about to say, now that I'm thinking about it, I do know somebody that I knew before that has created an OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. But he blocked me from his free Twitter because I guess he didn't want me looking at him like that. But mm-hmm. girl, them screenshots mm-hmm. made it all over the place, though. So. <laughs> I was going to say, I whenever I see like, a, a, especially on Twitter, you can easily scroll, scroll, and whoop, I mean, a pull of dick. You know, mm-hmm. you just wasn't expecting mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I'm always thinking, like, if it's that easy for me to see people mm-hmm. on accident, like, I always think, what is it that goes through your mind? Like, do you have to go and block all of your family from seeing some of the things? Mm-hmm. Or do you just kind of, like, take that with the, the, the gig, I guess? Because that would terrify me. See, yeah. I I... I'm gay. My brother is also gay. So whenever we, he just moved out of Texas a mm. couple months ago. But while we were both living in Texas, I steered away from like dating apps and stuff because I didn't want to like, especially the the nasty ones, the jacks, the grinders, all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I still utilize them, but I would be <laughs> weary of seeing his profile and mm-hmm. seeing too much yeah. or whatever. So I was like. No, and then I also don't want to have the idea of like, oh, we could be having the same as the kids mm-hmm. say, sneaky link, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have somebody come to my house back when we live together, have them come into our apartment and be like, oh, I've been here before. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that TikTok. Oh, girl. Right. I was right. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, God, that's horrifying. No, I just thought about like, I'm glad my brother is straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was messy and I mess with two brothers who live in the same place yeah. at two different times. Mm, hey. You make me so proud. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I love mess. <laughs> right. um, I do too. I but- oh, but in regards to like OnlyFans and stuff, I have this one friend, more of an acquaintance on Instagram. He's super like Instagram famous. He's gorgeous. He's basically a model. He has an OnlyFans, but... He has a separate Twitter account for his OnlyFans, doesn't show mm-hmm. his face, he only shows his body. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like everybody knows it's him, mm-hmm. but he still won't show his face. And I think on some level, it kind of protects him mm-hmm. from, like, <laughs> from like family or whatnot, because it's not tied to his name and, and things of that nature, hmm. technically. That's smart. yeah, That's smart, in a way. I saw a um, series of tweets actually today about this guy that's in high school and he's like on the football team or whatever and he had to quit the football team because his sister does OnlyFans and apparently she's quite popular and so of course all the his teammates would pull up 
her videos or whatever and like use that to taunt him and i was like you know the double standard like mm-hmm. y'all are obviously consuming the ladies and of course these are kids so you know kids are going to be stupid but there is a very misogynistic double standard at play there regardless of their age because y'all are taunting him like if this were his brother and his brother were straight and he Mm -hmm. was having sex with a bunch of women and getting paid Mm -hmm. to do so they would be like you know yeah your brother's the man and your brother's the man but because it's his sister Mm -hmm. it's a point of like you know something like that he should be ashamed of (laughs) and it's like you know, that's just it's just so misogynistic. And it's like, why can't she be like she's making money? She's obviously having fun enjoying what she's doing. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but like guys don't see straight guys don't see sex in, in women. Well, straight guys don't see women being sexual in that way. It's like yeah. something right. that they should be ashamed of. So And the gag is like if they're seeing it, they paid for it. So <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. you're giving your you're giving your coins to, to his sister. Right. Mm-hmm. So who's right. really so winning? She takes me exactly. to McDonald's after school. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or do you think it's like one person maybe like looked upon it and then because they unlocked it? You know, back in the olden days uh, <laughs> where one person would bring the magazine and everybody be hooked <laughs> around now. I have I envision someone's there like, oh, this is so and so's sister and only fans and passing the phone around. That's mm-hmm. that's entirely possible. Probably. Or, or, no, they don't even need to pass the phone around screenshots. Or just You're right. Log- You're or just right. The login. Uh, I do Could you know imagine? OnlyFans <laughs> does notify you if somebody screenshots it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you can't just do it that easy. And it shows them like who did it. Right. Oh. That makes sense though because people could take a lot of content for free mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I was told. Yeah, that's that okay, happens. Girl, you ain't got the lie. A lot of the a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people will put the disclaimer in their thing like no screenshots or you get blocked or whatever. Yeah, yeah. you guys know that model Jordan Torres. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Torres. Oh wait, 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 wait. JT. Wait, hey. Yeah, See, JT. <laughs> I like every time I saw him on Instagram or Twitter, I'm like, why does this man look familiar? And it's because he's everybody keeps posting about him. And I'm like, am I supposed to know who this is? And just now you call him Jordan Torres. I'm like, that sounds familiar. But then when you go JT, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's like a big time model on Fashion Nova, I guess. Yeah. And uh, his Instagram thirst traps. Are, yeah, he has an OnlyFans now. But as far as I know, he doesn't post actual news. Like he'll post his print. Mm-hmm. and the shape of it but he never shows his d in it yeah mm-hmm. and i've and seen whilst, that circulating and whilst i love a print i do i do <laughs> love a print there's something that's really hot about a print if i'm a pay i want more <laughs> like <laughs> oh, i want he's the cute. i mean true true oh you're looking him up yeah yeah he's 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 you know conventionally attractive yeah exactly yeah um, with OnlyFans and social media, because a, a lot of micro celebrities will use it to get way more attention, and there's mm-hmm. an easy way to monetize that attention that people are already going to be looking for you mm-hmm. and thirsting for you. Because um, what I've noticed is the people from the real world and the challenge and short shows like that, the circle, they go and create you know, racy Instagram photos and then they 
will link to their link tree or whatever. That's why I was like, if I click a link tree and it's not a, a OnlyFans or Twitter link in there, I'm like, you wasted my time. Right. But, <laughs> but I was like, that's a that's a very smart thing to capitalize on your celebrity. But it's also in the long run, what is that? How does that make you feel? How does that get you? It's kind of like a quicker way to sell yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people talk about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's, I think for me, it's just kind of like with being a content creator of that kind. What's the what's the long game? Um, you know, and I think the good thing is like our society is moving towards a place where doing that kind of like sex work is not like some shameful thing. Like T.S. Madison, a lot of people don't realize started off. Mm-hmm. Um, as a mm-hmm. sex worker and she has parlayed that now into all kinds of forms of entertainment and for her to be black a woman and trans and a former sex worker and still have like a viable career in entertainment mm-hmm. outside of sex work is like you know it's it, anybody can do it like now it's it's something that I think is a lot more accessible but I just don't think that being that kind of content creator there's not a lot of longevity in it like you have to kind of figure out how to parlay it into something else <clears throat> it's a, it's a good thing that reality TV and some of these other like you know networks like Zeus don't really care too much about whether or not you did yeah. that. Yeah. But it's kind of the same thing. Like, how long can you be on reality TV? Right. True. Yeah. yeah. This definitely got to be a stepping stone. And I don't know. I guess our society may have to like redefine how we look at these careers because maybe you know you can be a reality TV star until you're 75 and retire. Like we don't know the reality TV as medium is not that old yet. So it's, there's not really a precedent for how to age in it. Same with social media. There's not really a precedent for how to age in it because the medium itself is so young. So, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe, maybe it is possible. We just don't know yet. (laughs) The Kardashians have done it. So yeah. Yeah. Right. And say, well, they're doing it. They're the living proof of this is can continue on for yeah. twenty years. Yeah. And who knows when it will end? Because yeah. you know, growing up, we had people who were famous for doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, Zaza Gabor and other people like that. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of like there, but we didn't have like full access to them like we do on the Kardashians. Right? Yeah. That's very interesting. How that? How is that going to play out? That's going to help them in the long run, I think. But. Mm-hmm. That's only because they're like the top of the top of reality. Right. And again, you know, CT has been on the challenge for my entire life. So maybe <laughs> it, it's, you, you can definitely ride it to the wheels fall off. He's been <laughs> on the real world and challenges forever. Like, and I stand. <laughs> <laughs> Coral too. Um, Coral has not been on for a minute. Oh, because I, 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 I frequently watch. I listen to Paramount Plus. I watch <laughs> I watch the newest season on MTV and I watch the All Stars on Paramount Plus. Um so C T would be old enough to be on All Stars, but because he's mm. very active on the other one, he's on MTV and he just won again in twenty twenty two. So if if you can do it, do it. I have no idea that show was still on. Right. <laughs> Listen, I'm a stan. I... <laughs> Yo, I used to go hard for those shows, and I kind of fell off. I did too, but then once streaming became bigger, and they would put more content like that, and I Love New York and stuff on streaming, I'm like, that's what I'm here for. 
let oh, me go God. back and rewatch. And so, like, definitely in the pandemic, I started rewatching the real world from the season one, and oh, just kind of like trying to catch up. Wow. Yeah. It, it, it worked. <laughs> it worked. It worked in my favor since they had that um, reboot of mm-hmm. Real World Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I just watched this season <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Now they have a whole reunion, reunion yeah. season. So, yeah, and they're um, for whatever reason they're not doing them in order because they did New York, they did LA, and now yeah. they're going to do New Orleans, which was like season nine. I think they have to find majority of the cast to say yes true yeah and definitely season three i know that's what that's with pedro yeah okay so that's yeah. already like that's tricky you're not gonna get enough people from that season pedro and puck yeah <laughs> right can I, can I interject for just one moment i don't i don't i really don't mean to stop the creative flow and all that um we have been talking for quite a while and i just <laughs> want to bring it back to social media if that's okay is that okay with everybody yeah, yeah absolutely sure. yeah. okay cool. so Sorry, I don't want to be that guy. No, Jay no. told me to shut my ass up. He told me, the creative director of the podcast, that this is running long. Wrap it I up. I sure did. He I'll said, let me right. do your job since you're not doing it. <laughs> I said, it's, it's giving Keely from the Cheetah Girls. <laughs> yes, creative director. Ashley, Ashley awesome. back there taking a nap. That's how you know it's running long. I know. Hey, I'm donuts. here. Dick and Donuts. <laughs> I'm here. You know, Dick and Donuts sound like Kelly Rowland coffee and sex in the morning. I, I like hate that. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds like the Vine. Oh, Vine. Oh, Vine. Oh, my God. Oh. Vine. Rest in peace. Yo. <laughs> Yo. I forgot about Vine. I forgot about Tumblr. Y'all were talking about that earlier. I was like, damn, you're right. right. Well, because I, uh, I was telling Ashley earlier that okay. her name... Her, her name reminds me of the vine that's like I forget the person, but she's just like something, something, something. Donuts and dick. Does anyone remember that vine? I don't remember that. I don't no. know. Oh shoot, never mind. I was also against Vine in the beginning, really? but back in ba- yeah, it just because they were very short videos, and I'm like, how is this gonna work? A lot of Vine wasn't that funny. Like there were a lot of really funny ones, but a lot of it, I'm rewatching some of the videos, and I'm like going through some of the compilations and i'm like this is only funny because it's nostalgic it's not necessarily that funny funny yeah but there was that one vine of the woman who the fire alarm's going off and she's just bopping back and forth and it gives and it gives, <laughs> and it gives tiktoks like that's what i appreciate there's a, there's a few gems in the in the yeah. discography exactly. there was a um there was a creator named mighty duck on Vine, yes. he was biracial. Oh, yeah. Y'all remember him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he would like torment his mom's white yeah. lady with the mixed kids haircut. I loved her though; <laughs> they, they were so funny. Um, what happened to him? I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. I'm, he's not. He can't be. I mean, he was like a teenager then, so he's got to be like in his early twenties, maybe mid twenties. You know, no, he no. he was a little bit older than that. Oh, I saw okay. him. I think I saw him on TikTok the other day, oh. which br- brings me to like Vine was a pretty decent pipeline for a lot of creators yeah. to then branch out on social media, like yeah. Liza Koshy and I guess King Botch and like a whole bunch yeah. of other people. Like there, it wasn't King Botch in like an episode of some medical show or something like that. I don't know. Uh, like, he's Koshy. been in he's been in movies and stuff. So right, and like Liza Koshy is out here like interviewing people at the Met Gala and stuff like kind of cool seeing people yeah. branch out on social media and then making yeah. lanes and careers for themselves yeah i yeah. agree but I from agree. Vine, like when people can 
parlay their way into um kind of like what I was talking about with the OnlyFans. Like when people can parlay their way into other things, it it um you know that's kind of what like I think social media is for. It being a content curator and creator is for like branching off into something else. That's what it's become. Yeah. 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 I mean the the foundation, the basic function of social media was just to talk to each other yeah (laughs) yeah and just to talk to your friends and see what your friends are doing yeah and it's become a full like this is my career path and i'm gonna try to launch off of this and yeah what have you may absolutely exactly i like that and like i said there's so much you can parlay that into and even if you were quote unquote a failed celebrity who was in television and movies you can have a huge presence on Twitter and TikTok and Sex. everything because Sex. people could it you can feel appreciated by the people who actually love you mm-hmm. even if it's only twenty thousand of them that's a direct mm-hmm. like oh I affected these people I can right. create videos to talk about my life and they appreciate it right they can feel that connection almost immediately mm. and I feel like they are washed up or whatever yes within that you have things like um, the nineties con that happened with all of these people who are somewhat forgotten by today's pop culture but for us i mean we still love sabrina we love the cast of boy meets world we love joe marie payton yes (laughs) and i I feel like something like that is only possible because of social media you can see that the the 30 year olds are gonna stand 10 toes down for anything 90s early 2000s will afford come on (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's almost like it gives you a second wind a second career yeah yeah Yeah. when you think you know it's over i mean like i'm sure like the actors on power rangers in the beginning it might feel like damn i'm never gonna amount to anything greater Mm -hmm. than the power rangers what i did in the 90s but it's like you have this you have a social media presence you have all these fans and it it, it makes you live on right Mm -hmm. and yeah you get invited to all these cons and stuff and that's your career now and mm-hmm. I'm even thinking about, like, how in the 90s we used to have, like, the where are they nows. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, like, you'd see something, you'd be like, oh, I wonder what they're up to. Like, wonder if they're still alive. <laughs> like, you don't really <laughs> keep up with them. But now there's something very comforting about, like, seeing an old show and being like, what is this person up to? And then going to, like, their Instagram and being like, oh, they're, like, you know, they just live a quiet life with their kids or, like, yes. whatever it is that they're doing. But, like, it's just comforting to, like, know that, like, these people haven't fallen off the face of the earth just because they may not be on right. Or whatever right. Oh my God, Mark Kevin, you know the thirteenth year, the decom. Absolutely. Okay, so like I watched it recently, and like I almost started crying, but that's not the story. Um, <laughs> look, yeah. So I I searched him up on Instagram to see like where is he? Is he alive? What's going on? What does he look like? He has, like Robert said, a quiet life. He has a wife. Mm-hmm. He has a daughter. And I'm like, oh my god, he's like, he's real. <laughs> yes, yes. And he's not 13 anymore. <laughs> but then there's also when you were talking about how celebrities and like, I guess we we do it too, like look up people. There's also like the oh, I wonder what this person that I went to high school with is up to. <laughs> and you go to their Girl. page and like, oh, racist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't do that. Oh, Girl. everybody got a kid now and is married. And I'm right. like, I'm TikToking. <laughs> right. You're better off than them, honey, I promise. <laughs> for sure, for sure. They age like pure mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think that that right there is a decent place to end this episode of the Spread Podcast. 
Thank you all so much for tuning in. For those of you that tuned in from beginning to end, thank you so much for listening. I know that this episode was a little longer than our normal runtime, but we had a lot to say. Social media in and of itself is a pretty broad topic, but I think we covered pretty much everything. And speaking of social media, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Spread Podcast. That is T H E E Spread Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at the Spread Pod. That is T H E E Spread Pod. And of course, please be sure to follow our lovely guests that have participated with us for each of these episodes. You can find the handles for their available social medias in the description bars of this episode as well. You can find their handles and their various ats in the captions to Instagram posts. Next week, we'll be releasing some of the leftovers to this episode, so if you couldn't get enough of this longer episode of The Spread Podcast, stay tuned next week for a little bit of the B-roll of this episode and the one prior. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.